Welcome, Geeky On listeners, to another Geeky On podcast. Uh, we apologize for the delay on this episode. It was supposed to come out last week. Unfortunately, uh, I was responsible for that because there was a bit of a, con- a scheduling conflict in that I had uh, a film project that I was working on that I just couldn't find the time to do an episode. But uh, as a consolation for you guys, there is some exciting news about this episode, which is that we have another host. Uh, Jenny Mack joins us on this episode uh, to offer her sort of expertise about film and television. And uh, she provides some great insights about uh, the TV shows that we were talking about, as well about Quantum Leap, which uh, Tom and I were uh, dreadfully sort of underinformed about, which she made the point to, to, <laughs> to make clear to us that we need to, we need to fix that right away. Um, so it was a really fun episode. We've got another person in the mix, which uh, we were really excited about. Uh, but this episode focuses mostly on television. Uh, we we spoke about the new community uh, season launching on Yahoo that just started up, as well as The Jinx that just concluded, which was a really excellent uh, documentary series that was aired on HBO. So uh, we dive into those two topics, uh, which are very different, but we figured out a way to make it work and uh, just kind of really explored, um, especially with The Jinx, the the whole sort of, I guess, serial killer culture that, that uh, you know, how it makes news and, and how that impacts, um, you know, media. So without any further delay, uh, enjoy this week's Geeky On podcast. And we have we have a new host with us today. Oh wow, a host. Well, I I'm guess co-host, <laughs> maybe temporary. We'll see. Okay, we'll see okay. how it goes. It's a trial. Okay, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's trial by fire. Um, and go ahead, introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Jenny Mack. Hey, what's up? Cool. And once again, I am on the podcast. It's Eric and and Tom Tom Hall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that is your your awkward intro. Um, so so. Uh, Let's start out with just um, some stuff that we've been sort of checking out lately. What, what's been catching your eye, Tom? Uh, well, I haven't done anything interesting the last few days because I Amazing. I ruined my phone. Oh. I oh, yeah. destroyed it. Let's let's talk about that. I cause... am going to talk about that, so I'm <laughs> glad that you're on board. Because <laughs> I, like, you sent me the most, I think, heartbroken I sent, message. Yeah. I sent you like 150 messages, I think. Oh, yeah, like on my Facebook. computer, like a prehistoric man. Yeah. But, uh. Because I, you're not someone that typically gets really hung up on like technology or you've hated phones for yeah. years. And you, I think that was, that was the thing. Like, I really loved this phone. I had let's, the Nexus 5. Okay, Nexus 5. <laughs> it was like, it's not the perfect phone. It's not the greatest phone that money can buy, but it's good at everything. And it was just. You know how you have, like, say, a laptop or something, and you work away on your laptop for a couple of years, and then it's getting slow, yeah. and it gets shitty, and you're kind of like, oh, this is crap. If you ever liked it by the end, you're kind of frustrated with it. But I, I was never frustrated with my phone. I always enjoyed it. It was the my favorite electronic thing that I'd ever bought. And I 
threw it into the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, threw? Was it like no, no, an exaggeration? I, I, uh, I was going to make an analogy about a relationship, taking a girl out on a couple of dates, really wanting well, to commit. Yeah, there, and there is that the story toilet, too. You know? Yeah, there's that I mean, story. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to talk about that on air, but... <laughs> Uh, so I was I was expecting a guest, and I heard a, a thing. My phone did a thing, and because I don't have a buzzer, okay. and so like they have to contact me directly. And so I was for some reason I was washing my hands, and I was like, "This is important. I have to get this immediately because they might be waiting out there." And uh, it turned out it was actually you, of course. you letting me know about uh, the trivia, <laughs> All right. and it slipped out of my hands into the toilet. And so basically. My first immediate thought was, do you remember the Simpsons episode where Homer finds the glasses in the toilet at work? <laughs> and, it tur- and it turns out yeah. that Henry Kissinger's glasses. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, as I'm digging it out, like, flushing it out of the toilet, just I, Henry Kissinger's voice is in my head like, no one must know I dropped him in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> so you stop to laugh at the situation as opposed to recover the phone? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so it, it died. And then, um, so I, you know, I, I thought about it and I decided that I re- I just wanted a Nexus 5 again, mm-hmm. but they don't sell it anymore. No. Of course so not. I had to get it through Kijiji and I'd never bought anything with Kijiji before. Yeah. So this was my first experience. And I think I sent you another 150 messages yeah, about this. Yeah, you're terrified. I was terrified. I was terrified. I think your, your exact words were, you're afraid of being... Charlie Hebdo. Yeah, which was <laughs> incredibly not inappropriate apt. analogy. Not apt. Not apt at all. In any way. It's not even like, it's not even really It doesn't applicable. make sense, no. no. But I was that afraid. And, but, and, but it worked out great. Like, I really liked the guy when I met him. I wish he was my friend. You could have. Yeah. You clearly have outdated technology in common. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was, well, yeah. I mean, he's apparently more up on the time. He's more up rid on of the time. Yeah. Did you not ask what he's now moved on to? Maybe? I didn't know, no. but he. That could I just, have been your future. Yeah, I'm kind of curious, been, like, yeah, if, if like what then about this guy made you want to be his friend? Because like, doesn't sound like you had a very long. Well, we emailed back and forth a little bit. Oh, okay. I don't know. I like the guy. I just like. <laughs> what can I say? Sometimes you just get, yeah. get a vibe. Yeah, I got yeah. a vibe from that guy. Nice. <laughs> and on next week's episode, we'll have Kijiji guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's lovely. Yeah. So now you're with phone. Yeah, I just finished updating it. Nice. I think it's... And just as happy, not going to toss it in a toilet? Um, I hope not, but although it's like it, the white version doesn't have the rubberized back, so I feel like it's more slippery. Oh, so, oh you got the, the different colored back. You oh, might yeah. have to describe this to listeners, because I don't think anyone knows what an Exodus 5 phone is. No, I know, because it's not oh, it's an iPhone. Too, is so it I too old? Oh, I see. <laughs> well, now I'm just embarrassed. So I'm going to talk about the other thing that is not technology-related <laughs> okay, at all. Right. But, uh, so on the corner there, where I live, <laughs> yeah. there's... For, there's yeah. for all of our listeners. Yeah, yeah. it's on the yeah. corner over there. Around and, the, the place. Yeah, but near to my house, they always have... There's usually, like, a busker of some sort there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Um, so I was walking to the grocery store, and there was this guy there, and it was just, he was probably in like his early 50s or something, I would say, and he had a giant beard and long hair, and he had a hoodie on, and like these big like 80s shades on, sure. and a drum machine, and he was just like shredding some psychedelic tunes. It was like, it was great, and I had no change to give the guy. 
because I never have change. Yeah, well, and I mean, so this is the sort of, I guess it's sort of like, tech related, but it's like, what is good? Because I don't plan on carrying change. She doesn't your Nexus phone. Yeah, what, yeah. <laughs> there you go, but it doesn't really power on anymore. But, uh, it's cool looking. What's the equivalent, you mean? Like, if you don't have coins? Yeah, like, what's going to happen to, but, like, I can't give you change. I'm not going to start carrying change for that purpose. Probably. No, I actually stopped carrying change for, for, that, purpose. for that purpose. Okay. Too many people Asking that I walk by would very much like to have my change, and I, yeah. I'm i only one man. I only so have you so want, much So you change. want to be able to honestly say that you don't have Yeah, change. exactly. And I feel terrible, and I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that I never say that I don't have change when I do. I'm an asshole. I definitely do that. But I'm, I feel much better when I genuinely don't have change. So I try not to have change. <laughs> I've had really bad experiences with giving money out. To and, busters or in well, general? Well, to in general. Like, yeah. And this is unfair because buskers can be professional and they pay oh, for yeah, that absolutely. spot. So, yeah. But I remember as a kid, we went to the Reverb, which no longer exists, the Big Bop. And uh, I was there like with my mom and my friend and we were seeing my brother perform in a competition. And there was a homeless guy, and it was like big trip into the city, being yeah. a suburban kid. I'm like, homeless man, we gotta give him money. Yeah. And my mom's like, you can't, they can't do that. Like, they take it and they get booze or drugs. And she's like, and I put up a big fuss, and so she insisted we go to the Mr. Sub and get him a soup right, and some right. crackers. Right. So I felt good about myself, and I went sure. and I delivered nice this little do. brown bag, and yeah. he was like, here you go, sir. And he was like, mmm, mmm. and he tossed it behind him, and my mom like fumed. And she ran up to him and she was like, are you going to take that? And he was like, uh, I'm allergic. She's like, you don't even know what it is. <laughs> he's like, ah, what is it? And she's like, it's chicken noodle soup and crackers. And he's like, I'm allergic. <laughs> she ripped it out of his hand and was like, fuck you. <laughs> me listeners, if that no, oh, that's fine. Okay, yeah. Cool. <laughs> but then like, yeah, grabbed it and like, she ate this chicken noodle soup, like, did she eat in front it's of him? Steaming hot. Spike. She in spike, spike slurped. Spike slurped, slurped back the soup. hottest chicken noodle soup and just like crushed those crackers that's, that's like incredible. it was a skull. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I'm terrified to hand out anything to anyone because I don't know, maybe my mom. Will or to buy your mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not them you're afraid of. That's it's, it's my your mom. Yeah, it's my mom. That went in a very different direction <laughs> yeah, than sorry. I was expecting. No, that's amazing. <laughs> I just expected it to be about the homeless guy being like really like a huge dick and just not a terrible. No, my mom. But was like, it was <laughs> your mom just yeah. like flipped out. Wow. I mean, yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean he could have been allergic for all we know. Maybe, maybe. he was. But, maybe. I mean, but if it's a clam chowder, been... I feel like you run a bigger risk. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he could have said he was vegetarian and we would have been like, okay. Yeah. I mean, picky. Yeah, 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 I know. They're not in a position to pick and choose. I guess beggars can. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. but on the topic of buskers, I don't know. Like a pick, maybe? Like. Yeah. yeah, or I was thinking like, do they? Do, isn't there a thing for your iPhone where like you can tap your Visa? Like, there's a plug-in. Oh God, if that's a thing, that's is that going to be a thing? Like, they're going to have like anything. prepaid it's, cell phones, and then you can. <laughs> it's wait funny. To pay. I know that there are apps now that are like a very simple, like a simple um, sort of money exchange sort of thing, where it's like it's designed so you can just sort of like give money between friends. It's supposed to be super easy and stuff. And it's, it's kind of weird, because, uh, like, it'll actually show your history of, like, sending money to people yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I've heard of this. And I can't remember what the app's called. What, like, pro- like publicly? Like, I, I could see yours? Within your social circle. Okay. Like, your friends can see who was sending who money and stuff. I don't know. I don't know why they do that, yeah, but that's how yeah, it works. Okay. But, um, 
Yeah, I mean, there are apps like that. I don't know how many buskers are prepared in that sense of being like, oh, you don't have any change? Just wire me some money. My name is this on this, like, you know, social money exchange app. Uh, but who knows? I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's an entrepreneurial opportunity. They do. Maybe. They have bracelets. Like, if you go to, um, like, major conventions, events, or whatever, yeah. like... Uh, well, there's Buskerfest, right? Or Right. This was something that was happening down in, like, X and oh, okay. whatever. You could buy bracelets and you could put as much money on as you wanted. So it just stopped you from having to carry around cash right. and whatever. And then oh, they've okay, got gotcha. little okay. scan things that you hold your wrist up to. So I suppose the buskers could... That act. makes sense. Yeah. yeah, you could co-op yeah. that technology for busking. Sure. <laughs> it just seems like... That's suggesting enough people want to <laughs> Yeah, because you'd money. have it on your wrist and then you'd load, like, 50 cents just in case you run into one busker or do you load, like, a bunch? How many buskers do you run run into? Like maybe like TTC could start with something like that. So instead of tokens and like fares, you know, you load up this wristwatch. So anytime you're interacting with change, you just wrist hit. I feel like I feel like that's the way things are eventually gonna go. Even like your cell phone having like what's it called? NFC and Mm. all that kind of crap. But uh, (laughs) I don't it, it seems like a weird thing for like a busker, someone who's their whole business is getting a permit to play on the street and then just using an instrument and playing. It's about as like simplified as you can get. Yeah. Like going through all the getting effort of getting all these yeah. like technology things yeah. linked in, so like you know linked together, so they can accept varying means of payment. But I don't know. Anyway, I don't it, was know. A, it was a thought. It was a thought <laughs> that I had. It's good to have thoughts. Well, <laughs> yes, yes it is. <laughs> That that was a definitely uh, a, pecu- a peculiar red right. Thing not really, I, I guess our thing. Well, that's but, all right. That's okay. Um, we don't so was, have it, to be was it Comic Con last? Weekend? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah Toronto Comic Con was last yeah. weekend. I didn't go. This was like the first year in like well, basically since I've moved back to Toronto from Ottawa that I had not gone to to Comic Con. It was kind of like it kind of bummed me out. Um, I was actually I was working on a film shoot that was. Uh, an interesting experience. It had some. It had some fun ups and downs. I don't want to get into the whole like you know experience of it because I could say some very unprofessional things and I don't yeah, want to do not that. A good idea. Not a good um, idea. But it was. I mean, it, it's probably the best reason I could have to not go was because I was working. But um, yeah, it seemed like a pretty good uh, convention uh, from people I talked to. Apparently, it was actually a little bit smaller than years past. Yeah. But I kind of like that because something like Fan Expo is just stupidly packed. Like it's it's daunting. You know, you you descend into like you go down these escalators and you just see piles of people all crowded together, and it just basically triggers every bit of like anxiety. I have. It's it's still an enjoyable time in spite of that because there's so many cool things to do and everything. But it's just. It's a bit overwhelming. So apparently it's a little bit more low-key. Well, it's a lot more low-key. And it's, you know, I you get more time to just sort of, like, roam around and check things out, you know? So how does Toronto Comic-Con fare? Like, obviously it's not anywhere in comparison to San Diego. But, like, do they... Does anything get revealed that's, like... You no, can, no. If anything, Fan Expo, I think, is, is kind of the closer parallel. Because it's, like, it's the big giant convention for geek stuff in Toronto. Mm. It doesn't get, I don't think it gets big reveals. I mean, usually more, like I've noticed that Canadian shows will do, like if there's a new show premiering sometime soon, they'll actually like show the pilot like a little bit in advance. Like I think Bitten actually showed their pilot like the other year, like before it went to air. And uh, they'll have a few like kind of panels and stuff like that that are kind of promotional, but it's kind of, it's kind of like low on the list of conventions that are like, 
you know, a big deal. Like, I mean, it's the biggest in Canada, but compared to, like, New York and San Diego and, well, I don't know. There's uh, there's a few in the States, but yeah. So when I hear when Scott Bakula and Dean Stockwell are in town, is that Comic-Con or is that Fan Expo? That could be either, actually. I feel like those guys would do either one of those events, but... For anyone who doesn't know what I'm referring to, that's <laughs> Quantum Leap. Yeah. It's one of the best shows ever. It, it's pretty fantastic, but uh, it's also, like, I mean, that's, like, that's... Old school nerddom at this point. Was that like 96 or something? Uh, it was timeless because we <laughs> traveled right. through time. That's right. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, this isn't sliders we're talking yeah. about. This is quantum leap. This is, yeah. yeah, there was physics involved. <laughs> um, no, and I know for a fact a season was out in 94 because a very touching moment for me was when I moved from Vancouver to Toronto. We had to stay at a like a Hojo's, and uh, the first entry into the room, like five of us brothers, myself and parents, were sharing a double bed room. We just all piled in <laughs> one, wa- one double. Size? Well, or yeah, d- one, two, two, double two beds, be- okay. two yeah. double beds yeah, yeah, in one right. room, and uh, I don't know why I cared about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah. five of us Color, in one bed. It was a little bit of a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory right. situation. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Elvis episode on Quantum Leap where he, he steps into Elvis, that played and that just warmed me, <laughs> made it all so much better. And, that's, and the, from that's the story yeah. I'm going to give, right. Scott Bakula. Go. All right, well, that's, that's fair. Yeah. And that's why you're an Elvis fan to this day, I assume. Okay. <laughs> yeah. it's like Elvis Costello? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Hey, yeah. a friend of mine just wrote a book about him, so I feel Elvis like, Costello? yeah, I'll plug that. Richard Krauss, go read his book yeah. about Elvis Costello. I will. That's cool. That's yeah. a really random segue to work. Yeah. There we go. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember, but I think I think in Fan Expo, Scott, uh, Scott uh, Bakula was... Bacula? Bacula. Bacula. Like Dracula. But yeah. Bacula. Yeah. That man's all back. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he was there, but he may have come to Comic-Con as well, because I think he does a lot of, like, convention rounds. Yeah. Because uh, why not? It's funny. There's a lot of, like, sort of... Does he do it more as Quantum Leap, or is well, well, Enterprise? Did. Star Trek, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got the Star Trek thing, but, like, he's got, he he's got cred for days. Yeah, maybe he's just, yeah, he's he's just got like general cred. He's been, like, a new CSI, or... He was in Chuck. <laughs> He, was he in Chuck? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he was the character that was Chuck's dad. Oh, man. He's yeah. a gem. Yeah. He was an American yeah. beauty. Like, he's, he's a total... Like, yeah. no doubt he played Quantum Leap. That man can play any role. That's right. Including... And he did in Quantum Leap. Does any... Did you guys actually watch Quantum Leap? Because one of the most controversial things that ever happened on TV in the 90s, maybe even ever... Was he quantumed into a character, and there was always that classic moment, which was a teaser at the end of the show that would like bring you into the next, that episode. The next episode. Yeah. And okay. he would look in the mirror and see who he's who, who he became, and he'd say, "Oh boy." Um, he did not say, "Oh boy," at the end of this episode because when he looked in the mirror, he had <laughs> entered into the body of a Down syndrome kid and said, "I'm retarded." <laughs> Yeah. And no one talks about that. Everyone's just yeah. like, whoa, that's going to be a tough role that's to play. That's like that Disney movie that they put in the vault. In the <laughs> yeah, Song exactly. of the South. Yeah. They don't talk about that like, episode anymore. But... Oh, Scott. So, okay, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't really see that much Quantum Leap. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, what happened, so when was he Scott Bakula? Was he Scott Bakula dressed up as the people he was going to be? Or was it Always he in... was Scott Bakula and then... 
Yeah, so regardless of who he was, we saw him as Scott Bakula, yeah. but in oh, his reflection... the world, yeah. We, right, okay. So we would see. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. But he would wear, like, women's clothes and things. Like, yeah. if he was playing a woman, he had to wear the part, so... But he would still be Scott Bakula. But he would still be Scott Bakula, right. which always begged the question, like... Did he have, like, how makeup How do you physically or fit into wig this? Yeah, he'd have... Well, wigs... Like, he played Dr. Ruth, I think, at one point, and... I don't think he had a wig. I don't think hair, like yeah. all that came with it, but makeup, anything yeah. he would apply to himself as clothes, shoes. Which but he, wait, so not makeup? No makeup. But yes, not But wigs. not wigs because. I feel like he just go the whole way. But it would already be there. Like, yeah. so he'd take the physical embodiment of something. Yeah, I think so it's, like, it's just sort of the framework of the show is that you understand that you're seeing. Wait, no, no, hang on. I think I'm not understanding. <laughs> so when you're watching, you just see regular Scott Bakula? Yes. But then. So if he, he isn't wearing anything, you'll see the character that he is dressed up. He is trapped in. No. no, no, he'll see okay. the, that like, person. So when he was right, another, so that would be here. a different human being. Yes, yeah. yeah. And the world so he, he was in, like, so Scott Bakula is never wearing makeup other than regular just TV makeup. No, I know this is very complicated, but yes, he in fact <laughs> would wear makeup because he only physically like it would be as if. Eric took over my body right now. Yeah, he'd be wearing like he'd have to put on my clothes. Put on my subtly well done makeup, yeah. but my hair would already exist because that's it's already a part, a part of, of my like, physical yeah. being. Exactly. So anything that was applied or put on, yeah. So unless the character that he was in the like would wear a wig is the only reason he would wear a wig. Yeah. Okay. okay let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> We'll have to do like a whole in-depth. <laughs> Let's quantum do a quantum leap, leap episode. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll just we'll we'll both we'll catch watch up on the DVDs, the DVDs, and just really yeah. And you will take us through it. Yeah, you will oh, be yeah. our guide. I I will be your jiggy. <laughs> oh god, I love that show. Okay, <laughs> um, all right. So uh, as far as I guess things that have been big for me, I mean. The biggest thing for me is I, I recently got an iPad Air 2. Okay. Um, yeah, I was, I was given one. I haven't one heard that before. Super lucky. Um, <laughs> what? No, that's news to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, but he I guess... He's never heard I of an yeah, iPad. He's still no, on a Nexus I don't know what an iPad not is. Oh, way over my head. I I'm, <laughs> dropped the ball. Anyway. <laughs> it, is a, it is a small form computer. A touch okay. screen. Just yeah. a right. monitor. And it, and it has all the features of a computer? Or lesser features? It's, it's closer to the features of a smartphone. Right. But it's big. But it's bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been sort of dabbling in that. I haven't really had, like, I had an iPhone, I think, like, three? Way back when? And that's, like, the last... Before 3G? Was that well, with the, the bubble 3G. back? Like it still had like a rounded a little bit, back. Yeah, it was still like a rounded yeah. back. Uh, so it was like not, it was the 3G, not the 3G. It wasn't even like the 3GS, yes, not even yeah. the fancy one. Um, so that's like my last foray into like the iOS sort of world. So um, I've been sort of tinkering with this thing. It's really nice. Like I've been really impressed with just like how like the screen's beautiful. The apps run super like really well. It's pretty uh, like very clean sort of UI and, and like sort of layout. Um, but I wasn't sure, like, one thing I wanted to figure out was, like, obviously I wanted to play video games on it, because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, so I downloaded Hearthstone, right. um, and I am going to ruin my life. I, I realized that's that's what's going to happen out of this. Yeah, you're, is it, is it, like, do you buy bonus packs? Maybe you, you should can. explain what it is. You can. Explain, well, yeah, like, what it Hearthstone is. is, like, it's, uh, from Blizzard, like, it's kind of, it's 
sort of in the world of something like uh, World of Warcraft. Okay. Um, but it's a it's a card game, like a card game. Yeah, like a tabletop card game, similar to something like Magic cards or, or Pokemon po- cards. Or Pokemon <laughs> cards for uh, those of us who who are more familiar with the juvenile version. Simplified. <laughs> yeah. Streamlined. Streamlined. Ages six to nine. Great yeah. game. Great game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's kind of nice because it allows you to be like a crypto nerd. And not have to carry a huge case of magic cards like I've actually seen people do. And I'm, I would never do that. Is that because they want to play different decks? Yeah. it's Depending on their opponent or something? I think so. I, It's baffling to me. Like There's so much depth to magic cards yeah. that I'm just not willing to, to wade into those waters, man. Um, but, okay, so but you are waiting into Hearthstone. Hearthstone? Okay. I'm going. I'm going full bore. I'm also terrible at it. I've learned. Yeah. Um, I tried to play a couple of games against like actual opponents, and I got decimated. Like and just destroyed. when you say actual opponents, you mean like you can play the computer? Yeah, you can. You can <laughs> sort of. You can train. You can do like training. Not like other stuff. people online. No, I, I actually but played actual people like computers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I played an actual computer, and then I played an actual human being that I, you know, like through the interwebs. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, mm-hmm. you know, but okay. that this device can connect to, which yeah. is one of the many features of these iPads that I've yeah. heard so much about. They have uh, like a uh, never mind. This, was, <laughs> Let's just drop. That. They have like a jack that you can. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't help yourself. <laughs> so does this have one of those terrible things that I find a lot of? I too own an iPad, yeah. and I too am involved in some gaming on it. Uh, a lot of the trickery, though, behind these games that you can download for free, which I don't know if it was. Right. It is a free game, yeah. but right. you have like waiting periods where, like, maybe you want to oh. upgrade or something, or t- uh, like it will say, for mm. instance, like progress will take this much, but if you buy this package, we'll yeah. give you some more energy. And it's whatever. not like that. That's like you know, I think Sim- the Simpsons game is like that, and some of the other ones, the huge ones, like. Clash of Clans, the ones that have apparently the biggest advertising budgets of any video yeah. games. Yeah, the ones that get like Kate Upton to do their commercials. Yeah. That's how they tend to work. Um, this one, it's it's free, and you can play it as much as you want. But the thing is, is that you can buy decks of like cards and stuff like that, and get better playing cards to you know beat people with. Can you get more cards for free, or do you have to buy? Yes, you can. Like I, th- I think there's sort of a finite amount that you can get for free. I don't like. And there's also, you can also buy, like, sort of, um, like, expansion sort of things, like, I guess, where you can play single player further. Um, so there's it's, a it's like player? a campaign. It's like like a campaign of, I guess, opponents and stuff. I don't know. I haven't bought them. They're, like, 30 bucks each, so fuck that. Um, but, yeah, like, it's actually pretty good in the sense that you can, you can play for free, and it, you get a good experience out of the free experience, like, out of the free play. But uh, there's, a, like, you could spend a lot of money on it easily yeah i have a problem when <clears throat> they say like something's free and right. then you download it yeah. and then you get to it's a roadblock free. and it's yeah. like then pay to continue mm-hmm. i would pay the dollar at the beginning and right. then have them ask me for more money being like okay sir like you did ask for money up front i've understood this is this a financial is, yeah exchange, there's going to be an exchange yeah. of but the currency. trickery behind a later exposure yeah. of cost i'm not into i think like the whole term freemium is just like the worst thing to happen to like, never heard it and i don't want to hear it again yeah well <laughs> let's just not say it again there yeah. you go but just the idea of yeah like giving the game for free and then just making microtransactions and paying as you go and stuff like that it 
just brutal. Yeah. I have a game. I'm, I'm a big into detective games right now, nice. which are also like hidden objects. And <laughs> my boyfriend asked me, he's like, why are you so into it? I'm like, I gotta solve the crime. But it's just what, really not. Is it like Phoenix Wright? What, oh, what that sounds cool. Um, I was playing uh, Another Case Solved, which is a good build-up. <laughs> and then now I'm on Agent Alice. And Agent Alice is a, a quick-with-a-gun detective. Who, so do you shoot? Yeah, sometimes like you got Like, suspects? Sometimes. I just showed a kid that I could shoot bottles so that I could get him to talk about the case. Like, Was he shooting bottles? <laughs> no, he's a part of, like, a club. Or, no, not a club. That's a... Uh, Part of one of those gangs. Anyway. One of those gangs. Las Aranas actually is what it was called. So are you like a private eye? I'm a private eye that's working with an agency. So I'm not a private. Like the Pinkertons? Yeah. I'm I'm a part of, yeah, a collective group. My parents were killed in a mysterious, who knows, Nightmares are coming true, breaking through mirrors, and I have to solve case by case how this is all happening, and my parents' death is connected. It's very complex, told through hidden object scenarios. But it has this ridiculous thing where you get to a certain point in the case, and it's like, hmm, let's think about all the evidence we've collected. And you wait 12 hours. Like, sometimes it's more. Like, if you want to move on to the next chapter, it's like over a day you have to wait. Or you pay the fake cash in the game to advance, but you only get a limited amount of that. So if you want to keep doing it, you have to pay for the cash. So I just wait the day. Yeah, of course. And like nail bite through that. Yeah. Do you think about the evidence yourself? Like, do you take (laughs) that time? time? Do you actually take that time to think about what you've learned? I do. really do. Have you had any breakthroughs? Like, are, are the cases solved sort of logically? Like, you're like, okay... I could have figured that out. I mean, I did say that nightmares were breaking through mirrors. So yeah, so there's, there's an element of, you yeah. don't know what's happening. <laughs> but you do, you actually have to pick where you're going to go to, like, investigate further. And it always lets you recover from it, but you mm-hmm. waste your energy by doing ah. it. So if you're not connecting the dots, you're like, oh, yeah, let's go back to the theater and talk it's to that old guy. Time. Yeah. yeah, and then yeah. I'm waiting 12 hours to go. Did, did you ever that? play... Just like real detectives. Just like real Did you ever play Police Quest... Four specifically, Police Quest Four. No, because no. it was it was also like your first of all, Police Quest was amazing because it was so it wasn't interesting. It was about like following police procedure. Yeah, it wasn't like a super technical. It was police super game. technical. Like, really yeah. old, right? Like that was like oh yeah, it was like nineteen eighty six or something. Yeah. Uh, but Police Quest Four was actually kind of horrifying because there was like murders going on and you're going around collecting clues and, and such. And there, I just remember this one part of the game where you go there and you you can like you find a head in the refrigerator and there's there's a way that if you do things in a in a certain sequence of events that you can get trapped I think in the closet or in a bedroom and like the murderer comes home at that house and it's it's basically game over. That you wow. can't escape because the murderer Jesus. kills you. And like, so, <laughs> Holy so shit! Speaking of being able to recover from investigating the wrong thing, <laughs> in Police Quest 4, you can get into a no-win scenario. Wow. That, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So game design, I guess. I'm totally going to go look that up because that yeah. sounds so Daryl S. Gates, Police Quest 4, I think wow. it's called. Well, that seems like a really good point to segue into... <laughs> 
uh, one of our topics that we wanted to talk about today, which was the jinx. Because oh, okay, you know, talking about yeah. police investigations. I thought you were going to talk about community. That would be <laughs> that would be some serious mental gymnastics yeah. if I managed to segue that into community. We've had, some interesting, we've had some interesting segues so far on this <laughs> yeah. podcast. Always leading back to community. Yeah. Oh. No, no. <laughs> I, yeah. Just you all could. over the place. Yeah. But um, I mean. Okay. That seems like a pretty obvious one because the Jinx, uh, for those who aren't aware, um, well, for those who aren't aware, I'm just going to tell you right now, we're spoiling the shit out of this. And but in no, fairness, it happened in like 10 world. years ago. Yeah. But I mean, like, but I feel like that doesn't carry over. I ruined Foxcatcher for someone, but I was like, it was based on a true story, like yeah. about an Olympic athlete. Like, yeah. come on, yeah. read a paper 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I guess one of the things that, like, I mean, it's, it's tough to say spoilers for this too, considering that it literally made major, like, headlines and news, ba- like, in real life, based on, uh, the, the miniseries taking place and sort of what came of, of the actual, mm-hmm. uh, interviews. So, for those not aware, the, the Jinx was a, uh, series on HBO as a docudrama. What was the, the full title? It's like, The Life and Many Deaths. Life, yeah, and Many Deaths of Robert Thirst. Yeah. And so it's a it's a series um, that basically follows the the very prolific sort of uh, controversial sort of life of um, Robert Durst, who was this um, heir to a real estate fortune in or like like the Durst empire. organization, yeah, yeah in in uh, Manhattan in New York. Like and they own uh, one World Trade Center, whatever it's called. Really, a bunch, yeah, like wow. a lot of the big buildings in Manhattan. Yeah. They run. So like they're they're like a super powerful organization, and this guy is sort of the older brother that kind of he ends up like he's been sort of boxed out of the company, and he's a rich weirdo for a lack of a better way to put it. Oh yeah, and eccentric. Well, yeah. eccentric, oh, yeah. eccentric is a certain in, like, in there's a, an implication that it's way. yeah, mm. it's not benign no. eccentricity. It's, yeah. I, I feel like if you're, like in this case, when you do horrible things, you're not eccentric anymore. You're like a psychopath, which this guy seems to be, hands down. So, yeah, yeah like, I mean, it follows the course of his life where they, there were three different murders that he was... Yeah, it's really... Well, it's so, it, so it opens with... Sorry, can I clarify? Is yeah. it a docudrama? Like, is it real footage? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. there is some well, yeah, stuff sorry. that's like... Dramatized reenactments. Yeah. But for the most part, it is based on, like, it's all based on yeah. real life, and there are, you know, it's... And I think the most incredible part of it is that Robert Durst is, act, like, a lot of it is interviews with Robert Durst yeah. he, for that show, for the Jinx. Yeah. For some reason, Robert he, Durst thought it was a good idea to sit and talk to HBO. Yeah, he agreed to it, and I think he was yeah, so, very enthusiastic about it, initially. Uh, is it Andrew Jarecki? Yeah. Yeah, so he made a... Hollywood film is that what they call them? A feature <laughs> oh, film. Oh yeah, that, yeah, that's that's still the term. And uh, a talkie. Who's in it? Yeah, a talkie. You made a talkie with uh, <laughs> who's in that? Kirsten Dunst or something? Um, yeah, I'm not sure of the anyway. Cast, Ooh, it was recent. Think, what is it? It was like 2011. Oh, it's he, he made Dunst. or 2010 <laughs> or 2011. He yeah. made this film, a, a dramatized version of the events of Robert Kirsten's like, life. Cats meow. No, no that wasn't. Anyway, sorry, I'm ruining. You got. Carry on. I'm okay. going to. I'm going You'll to fill like, in this film while this is going. Anyway, so yeah. so Andrew Jarecki made that film, <laughs> okay. a fictional film based on the events that had happened in Robert Durst's life, mm-hmm. and then Robert Durst got into contact with him, and yeah, that's one of the most insane things about that. He contacted Jarecki 
And then eventually what happened was this drama, or sorry, the uh, documentary series ended up getting made from interviews made with Robert Durst. But where it starts is basically a body, body parts are found in a bay in Texas. Yeah. And so the police go to investigate. Obviously, that's not great, but they, they're able to track down where this guy came from. And then it turns out that he was renting a room in a house. Under a and across yeah. And across oh, the yeah. hall, there was this mute woman who lived there. And then they were able to... I think they found, like, blood stains going towards the yeah, door. Yeah, into the... So they basically apartment. go in there and they're like, okay, well, this is the crime scene. This is where it happened. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that there was no mute woman. It was just this... It was a guy who was dressed as a woman lived there just dressed as a woman. And then it gets weirder because it turns out that it's Robert Durst who is like a multi-millionaire. Yeah. And who had already of the, had some the Durst right. organization in Manhattan. And it gets weirder from there <laughs> because then they find yeah, out This is just the tip of the Cuz then they find out that his wife disappeared like okay, wait. 30 years ago. Where are we in the series at this point? First episode. This, this is, is first I think episode. first episode. Yeah. yeah this so is they the find out that his point. wife disappeared. He was always suspected by her family of disappearing her. But like no she, like filter. her body was never found. Mm-hmm. So like there was no crime cuz they didn't know that there was a crime. Anyway, so that's kind of where it starts. And yeah. then it turns out, like, by episode three, they just kind of casually reveal that, oh, yeah, his best friend, who was, they reopened the investigation into his wife's murder after this thing in Texas, or maybe there was a new DA or something, something like that. Anyway, they reopened it in Los Angeles. No, it wasn't in Los Angeles. No, I'm pretty sure it would have been in New York. It would have been, yeah. Yeah. Have to be by the jurisdiction and stuff, yeah. By the uh, way, just as a footnote, uh, it's All Good Things all was the name things. of the film that he and directed. And it was Kirsten was Dunst and Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Yeah. Gosling. Yeah. Oh, I do. I have it, the cover of the movie yeah. is yeah. well embedded in my head. It's okay. Is it because it's a shirt? Is Ryan Gosling? <laughs> <laughs> is it a shirt? Okay. Yeah. yeah they're bad. <laughs> so they reinvestigated. They were reinvestigating his wife's disappearance. And uh, so they were going to go talk to Robert Durst's friend who lived in Los Angeles, his best friend. Yeah, and then it turned out they just casually reveal this in episode three of the series that oh yeah she was murdered yeah like right before she was going to talk to the police with an execution style bullet to the head yeah which, which is crazy because this woman had like connections to the mob yeah, like her, her dad, dad was, was like a, monster, a famous a Vegas monster, monster yeah yeah and uh, she like she was but she was also like Durst's like biggest spokesperson and like. Yeah. And his, you know, defended him and stuff like that. And it's, uh... Yeah. It's super interesting. Because, yeah, like... There's a lot to she, follow. When his wife disappeared in, like, the early 80s, mm-hmm. uh, it was originally reported, because they were off at, like, their, like, lake house or something like that. And they also had an apartment in Manhattan or Brooklyn or something. Somewhere in New York. And the doorman initially said that he had seen her mm-hmm. that night or something. And then the next morning, she'd called into the college where she was going to say that she wasn't feeling well and didn't go in. But then it later turned out when, I think, a private eye investigated and talked to the doorman. The doorman was like, yeah, I never actually saw her. And then, so it was kind of implied that it was Durst's best friend, this woman, that had actually called to say that she wasn't going to come in. So, like, then it was like, well, she probably never left the lake house at that point. Yeah. But so it it was sort of implied that she probably knew some of the crime that had gone down. Or she was at least, like, she was at least an accomplice whether or not she knew 
just how bad the it was. She just she helped yeah, him kind of. She she definitely yeah. knew that she was helping him fabricate information mm-hmm. like wow yeah so so that and it's crazy in the interview he even basically he even points out like one element of the story that was actually a lie which is he says that he dropped her off at the train station and then he goes to the neighbors and has a drink he he says in the interview he's like yeah i just told them that so the cops would kind of leave me alone yeah it's like what hmm. yeah it's crazy because the i mean from my perspective watching that it never really seemed like there was like it, it never seemed very impartial. The evidence was always pretty damning. Yeah. Uh, like through the whole course of the the series, where it, you're just kind of like, the question isn't whether or not he did these things. It's it's how did he not get yeah. convicted? Yeah. Or like, which, how can you prove it? Oh yeah. By the way, <laughs> he was tried for killing and dismembering that guy in Texas. Yeah. And, and got he, off. Yeah. He got not guilty for, for self defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah, that was, like, I mean, that's a whole crazy thing in itself in terms of analyzing just how a, a jury can actually believe someone's not guilty of something. I mean, quite frankly, if someone, it, like, I mean, if you can get a, a jury to believe that a person would dismember and intentionally hide a body after they killed them in self-defense, mm-hmm. and, like, that... And the key thing for that is that they never found the head of this guy. And we... He was in the fridge in that video game. Yeah, that's true. In Daryl F. Gates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, so, he, if he killed his his friend in Los Angeles, it was with an execution-style bullet to the head. Yeah. If he'd done the same thing to this Texas person, and they never found the head, they could never prove that that happened, right? So, he's saying that it was self-defense. He's hidden the head somewhere, and it's kind of like, well, I don't know where it is. Yeah. And so then they can't prove that it wasn't self-defense, is basically how he got off. Yeah, uh, yeah okay. Yeah, it's just Chopped crazy. Yeah. Why, yeah, like, the fact that I, he I dismembered someone that, yeah. and... You can, the like, they convinced a jury to believe that this guy, because he was scared of, I guess, the repercussions after he killed someone in self-defense... His first reaction is, well, I better dismember and hide this body. That's like, n- I, no one does that after no. killing in self I just watched a recent TV series where that exact thing Did happens. It? Yeah, in the show How to Get Away with Murder. Oh, right. Well, I, okay. They legitimately chop up a body. Just that is, is that how? Like, did they get away with it? Do we not know? Yeah, it's one of the. Uh, I don't want to ruin that, it. Case, I actually highly encourage people to check it out. It's well done, despite being yeah. Shonda Rhimes, who's behind <laughs> Grey's Anatomy and other terrible shows. Um, but it is actually really well done. So you're not, you're not down with Shondaland? <laughs> um, I have never watched Scandal, to be honest. I never watched Private Practice. I have watched Grey's Anatomy for way too long, <laughs> um, and I shame myself every is time. That over. <laughs> so how many episodes could, that's gotta be like what well it's kind of like 10 plus I mean seasons? it's really the only thing that exists that's like ER and I think ER went on for like 9 seasons yeah. like I Is like to only? pretend yeah. that I'm a sucker for medical drama and like you know get all revved did up did you watch House yeah I did yeah I mean I, those shows get a little bit dull because they're obviously formulaic Case of the week yeah yeah it's like okay he's gonna find out about a case he's how gonna many comas so How many comments have happened? But I do want to suggest something to you based on the jinx. Um, and I'm fearful that it's going to be used. Uh, American Horror Story made a suggestion of where they were going with the next season. 
I read a book by Eric Larson years ago called Devil in the White City. And right. Have you heard of this? Yeah, H.H. Yeah. Holmes. H.H. Holmes. Yeah. He's one of the most like notorious... Prolific. I, prolific. Not even notorious. Yeah. He's kind of not notorious. Yeah. Do you know this guy? No. He's, oh. Although I'm not like I'm not like a big like serial killer yeah. junkie. Yeah. Okay. Kind of yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah. ring you into my oh world. My God. <laughs> no. I did a presentation on H. H. Holmes in grade twelve. Oh, <laughs> you're so much luckier than yeah. me. I only it was found biology out about class. Like it was weird. Ago. It wasn't even about murders. <laughs> no, it was about it was about serial killers. Okay. Well, for those that don't know. Uh, it's uh, a chapter for chapter story of um, the 1890 1980 sorry, not 1986 1896 World's World's Fair, Fair in okay. Chicago and uh, a lot of great things came out of it the Ferris wheel as one but it's chapter for chapter of the architect's story of building the World's Fair in Chicago right. and then the other side is this serial killer who is kind of like the Ted Bundy Paul Bernardo of his time just a charming yeah. well-educated man yeah. who murdered up to like they hundreds don't know. of they women they don't know okay, he so was like convicted built, of nine he murders he built a but, hotel yeah. right so he built a hotel for the the World's Fair, because mm-hmm. there were going to be people coming into the city. This is where L trains were being introduced yeah. to, so connecting right. like the suburbs to the main hub of Chicago. Okay. And he, he kept switching contractors. Like, every so often, he'd he'd be like, oh, you're out, and he yeah. got a new contractor. So none of them really knew the whole layout, oh but it was God. weird, man. Like, had, like, there were hallways that like got progressively narrower, and there were doors on like the third, fourth floor that just opened to an alley, like no balcony. But he would, like, he had gas shoots? chambers yeah. built into the apartments that he... Because they were apartments over, like, a strip mall kind of thing. Yeah. And then in the basement, he had... Vats um, of acid? Yeah, and he would sell, like... Whoa. He would burn these women, typically, down, mm. and then he'd sell cadavers to yeah. universities because he had money. a degree. He had make a medical degree. Of, yeah. And, and, like, the doors would lock. Yeah. Like, the, he, I think he could, like, electrically lock them or something mm. from the outside. And then, yeah, he'd gas them. And then he'd have shoots and he could just put them down. And so, yeah, he was convicted of nine. and But they suspect him of, like, hundreds yeah, of disappearances crazy. that happened. And because people were coming, they were kind of transient to begin with. Yeah. Coming to the World's Fair. And then they're just disappearing. And he would, like, write yeah. letters to families and be like, I found a man. We're moving to England. Like, wow. sayonara. And, yeah, it's... But, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, at one point bought the rights to this book. Yeah. And that kind of went nowhere, uh, fortunately <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, American Horror Story has suggested they're either going to go the Black Dahlia route or they're going to do this, like, H. Strip H. Plaza, H.H. H. Holmes story. So, highly recommend reading the book before, yeah. before anyone th- does anything with it. Yeah, especially considering um, an American Horror Story version could be a train wreck. Well, it'll be good for about three quarters of the way through. That sounds then, about right, yeah. <laughs> and then you'll lose interest. Yeah, and then they'll introduce some completely ridiculous and bizarre element that frankly doesn't really have to do with horror well, someone, <laughs> and then have some music videos in there someone brought up to me they're like well I don't know like the second season wasn't very supernatural and I'm like it had it, aliens and like mutants but that's always the thing with that series like there's always in the most recent freak show all of a sudden a ghost visits the tents of course and it's the only supernatural thing and yeah. There's weird music playing, and it's a totally different mood, and it just, that show is good, like, <laughs> with a giant asterisk next to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Mm. But, um, yeah, no, I... I but Serial Killer is cool, right? <laughs> oh, man. I've, I've always been sort of, like, you know, unwilling to really wade into that stuff, because personally, I 
I hate that there's sort of uh, like a a cult of like sort of like a cult of personality around some of these pe- people, mm. and I'm like, I just think that they like, I think their punishment should be that their name is forgotten forever, mm. you know. But it's that's the reality of the culture we live in. But either oh, way, oh, I thought you were talking about people involved in American Horror Story. Oh, no, oh God, about no. Serial killers. no, serial killers. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you could make a similar <laughs> argument for Ryan Murphy, but no, I think that's a little harsh. I mean, you know, yeah, there is a fascination though as to like the mentality of someone who, like, this guy was, he had a medical degree, he was, you know, he could have, but he, the whole... His childhood friend, I don't know if they covered this in the book, but his childhood friend, like, disappeared while they were playing together in a field or something, so... It's kind of like... He may have disappeared, his childhood friend. Yeah. (laughs) That's horrifying. But that's, they, like... Dexter kind of covers it too. Like when your kid starts killing animals, you might That's raise the question. Speaking of which, in the Jinx, I don't think they even mentioned it, or it's mentioned offhand. Yeah. But Robert Durst, before his wife disappeared, went through like seven dogs with like a few months in between, and I think they all had the same name. It was like uh, I can't remember. It doesn't Lucky? matter what their names were. No, it was like <laughs> Igor or something like that. And they all they just Horrible. disappear. Jesus. And they lived at that lake house. So, it was, so his brother speculated that, that maybe he was like practicing on the Igors, like to disappear them before he disappeared his wife. I love and at one point, yeah. to Igor them. or to Igor, Jeez. and uh, yeah, apparently at one point he said to somebody, "I'm going to like I'm going to Igor her or something like that." Or one <laughs> of these God. days. So, like, that was completely glossed over, I think, in, yeah. in the Jinx. But, but, I mean, it's that was it's, an incredibly dense series in terms of just the amount yeah. of information oh, that's yeah. thrown at you. Like, it's it's the kind of show that you had to really be paying attention while you're watching because it's just nonstop information flying at you, and so much of it is actually important. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think that it was... it's. Rare that you see a documentary or something like that reach a really satisfying conclusion. Yeah. I mean, hello, Serial. <laughs> we were talking, I mean, we've talked about before how, like, Serial was a really interesting sort of examination, but it just, like, it, it kind of, it didn't really get a lot of steam by the end of it. Yeah. I, I think I was less down on it. Than well, I, I don't want to make it sound like I yeah. did. I think it was a great look at what it was. It's just that... I think it was a it's, byproduct it's of the life. fact that it had never been done before. Like, it was yeah. unfolding yeah. as she was <laughs> investigating it. Yeah. So there was... We never knew where it was going to go, which was part of the appeal of it. And that's so just a byproduct of the fact that you're doing that is you don't know where you're going to end up. That's true. And in that case, there wasn't really anything concrete or substantive that they, that they realized... Um, and I feel bad because you haven't yeah, listened to thanks, it yet, but it. sorry, man. Uh, it's been out for and a while. Now he's dead. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, in, in the Jinx, it's similarly like they didn't like you know because it wasn't oh, man. like they didn't have anything concrete or like Hell, substantive. What are we doing? Are we? Ta- are you saying the end of the Jinx? Right There's now? a great ending to the Jinx. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, but all right, you know what? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. All right. We'll, Do you want to like, yeah. <laughs> For for your sake. 
Uh, I'll, For I'll, everyone. No, I, I don't care. I, I prefaced this with saying that there would be huge spoilers. But anyway. But the intrigue that Did, I have now. All right. Like, fair I'm, enough. I'm fair totally enough. going should, home and Should we watch spoil it? it? No. No. That's the whole point. We've just come to and the We're not going to spoil it. Spoil it. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm so going to go not Igor your yeah. cat right now. Spoil <laughs> 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 this movie. Jesus. This lovely docile animal oh that's sitting in the corner. Well, how else are you going to learn? But anyway. Like me? <laughs> yeah. uh, or either uh, one. Okay, like that's, that's how you learn how to be a serial killer, and that's change, how you learn not to spoil things. Let's change gears here. Yeah, so me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's not Brita this conversation. Let's not talk. There you go. There's World your second. 2006. <laughs> with... That's way too inside baseball. Sorry, yeah. we gotta kill that one. But uh, yeah, let's let's segue. We're going to do you a favor, which uh, the audience can thank Jenny on this one because normally I would just spoil it readily. Because you know what, you're but, welcome. But out of respect for you, I'm I'm not going to do that. I don't respect my audience by respect. <laughs> Shit, I shouldn't have said. This that. is probably why there's only one listener. Yeah. <laughs> Amy, if you were gonna watch the Jinx, you're welcome. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's move on to the other TV show that we wanted to talk about, which is Community, which is sort of TV. I mean, it's technically not anymore. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's no... But I guess how we define TV is different. I think that's going to actually happen with, like, Netflix and Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. It's Yahoo, right? Yahoo Screen, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, But, yeah, they're going to have to come up with... Like, it's going to be like British. It's going to be series. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to TV shows. And I'm totally fine with that because, I mean... I, I don't think that there's anything, you know, particularly about the the format of TV that it like makes it especially, you know, better. Uh, like one thing I noticed right off the bat with Community is that the production value was right where like any episode needed to be. If anything, it actually seemed higher at some points. They have a great bit in the in the episode, like in the first episode of season six, where they just have like a mountain of frisbees like literally just coming crashing through like the the cafeteria and it looks fantastic it actually like i was impressed and then the the frisbee crumbling yeah uh, in leonard's hand as he has a blade runner reference so does yahoo work the same as netflix that all episodes are available at once no Uh, i suppose in theory but they're doing a weekly yeah, okay. so, yeah. yeah, they could do that, but no, they've been releasing it, uh, yeah, on a regular weekly schedule. So they, I think at this point, episode three is what they're up to right now. Okay. Um, now, for us, you know, that don't live in the States, or those that don't live in the States, technically you can't really watch it, or you're not supposed to be able to, but um, it's no, it's kind of an open secret that people, you know, can use, like, blockers on their on their browser and stuff to be able to watch American like Netflix and stuff like that. So So like it they haven't even It's technically it's, you cannot officially watch it in Canada. Yeah. No. Is that later to come? Well it's, I think that's that's a that's a distribution issue. Like who can we watch Hulu? No, no, we can't. no. So that's who they run it through? Is well no, or, but like just a similar example, to they might oh. it might just not come to Canada. My guess is, though, I mean, like, there are already there are already broadcasters with the rights to community. He's a quarter so. Canadian. That Joel McHale. Oh, is really? He? Yeah. Which quarter? Uh, his mother is half Canadian because something about Vancouver. He's got a great <laughs> okay. stand-up bit about how the words "it's been" haunt him. <laughs> he shares that with us Canadians. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's just... That, that's awesome because it ties really well that's into that very <laughs> yeah. joke community. 
But um, he... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think the reason it's not in Canada has more to do with just, like, distribution rights and, and like, licensing than it does with anything else, because uh, I don't well, think... Well, I'm taking a stance, mostly because I don't know how to access American stuff through well, the interwebs, yeah. but... I mean, technically, fast. none of us do. Uh, we all watched it through... Like I had other... an American friend describe it in great detail yeah. to me over the phone. Right. I actually, I so. took I took a road trip to Buffalo Did for you? the weekend so I could just watch a couple episodes. Not through something that rhymes with Shorens or something <laughs> no. like that. No, 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 no. 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 Did you stay at the Hyatt? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, Dinner at the Washington Square. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there are methods, uh, which I'm sure people are aware of, but anyway... Um, it's it, it it feels like it feels very much like the show always has. Um, yeah, it, it I think it's slightly longer. Like it was, it was twenty seven minutes, and I actually yeah. I kind of felt that. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I mean, it felt a little longer. Well, it's funny because I I think the one the series where I really noticed that Rest is Arrested Development. Development, big time. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. too Were you long. Were guys a fan of the? I didn't. I, didn't I had it. no issue with it. I, I, I just didn't finish it. I don't think it was as strong as the first three seasons. I think we missed the characters in each episode. Like yeah. I think it was a shame. Yeah. And I know you mean like having to focus on the one. Yeah. 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 Well, mm-hmm. we know because it was such a struggle to get it going. Yeah. That, like they had to do it. Yeah, scheduling based on issues. Scheduling and actors and yeah. such, but yeah, I mean. They're all really aggressive characters. Like, yeah. so to be committed to <laughs> one large episode, doses. Yeah, yeah, too much. Yeah, and especially when it's like some of them were like over thirty minutes. And yeah, oh, like 36, 37 yeah. minutes. Yeah, I, I feel like that's there. a bit too long for a comedy. And some of the like the bits that you get out of a comedy series is that cut from commercial back to, or like you know, cutting from one storyline yeah. to another. Yeah. And, like, the non-sequitur that happens, which makes you laugh, because you're like, okay, yeah, we went from that sure, note yeah. to this note. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah, it just, it, I feel like because they had a less constricted formula, it didn't, it didn't actually work out well for Arrested Development. I think Community actually has used it pretty effectively so far. The extra time? Yeah, like, I think that it hasn't felt like it's just dragging on. I think that, uh, you know, it actually stayed pretty true to its own formula. Plus, it still does have act breaks, because there's ads between... Oh, okay. Um, so there was a sense of you know like commercial breaks, um, but I don't know what, what you did, did. You think it was? Too I, long I only or? saw the first. I, I wouldn't say it was too long. I did. You like, only I noticed. heard the first because yeah. it was described to you over as it was described. Yeah, yeah. it was described to me in real time, right. and it felt like you know let's wrap up this phone call in this long distance. You know? <laughs> My biggest question because I haven't seen it is uh, so we've lost Chevy Chase. Yep. Yeah, we've lost Donald Glover. <laughs> yeah. They gained Peggot Brewster. Is it Peggot? Yeah. Peggot? Is it Peggot? I thought it was Peggot. That makes way more sense. Just because, like, Gillian Jacobs is Gillian. Yeah. As opposed to Gillian. I'm used to my hard G's. Okay. Have you heard this? Hard G's, if you will. (laughs) Hard G's. Okay. I have not. In fact, I knew she looked familiar, and I realized it's from one of those terrible NCIS. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think it is NCIS. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but she was also in Friends. She played Chandler's girlfriend with a shorter haircut. So if you really want to go back time. But she's in it now. And um, Breaking Bad dude is in it. Who no, I, Jonathan Banks is gone this season. He's not he in this season, five. yeah. Oh. Because he's I think because of Better Call Saul. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Which, yeah, exactly. Okay, so who's playing our old grump? Is it 
They've Keith got, David. Yeah. Keith David. Yeah. Oh, He's that's not rad. in episode yeah. one though, which I was bummed about. Yeah. I yeah, knew he, he was going to be in it. Yeah. He comes in in episode two. He yeah. is. He's great. He is. Great. He is fantastic. Yeah. Period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and unlike, well, I mean, it's funny because similar to Jonathan Banks, he plays an older character that is competent. Like he's not like the the, the goofball that Chevy Chase was. Right. Um, he's kind of like he's kind of a too smart for the room kind of um, character. And he is great in it. I mean, he's just... An, he's got, I think, one of the best voices ever. Oh, oh of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, sir. Yeah. Yeah. That's something new I'm really, the table. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was taken as red. When <laughs> yeah. I, when we Fair enough. It. Especially because he does a lot of voice acting work, too. Yeah. But, in um, community. And he never he, even... He, he narrated their documentary on Pillows and Blankets, right? Didn't he? Was it him? Yeah, I, I think, think you might so. be right. It might, I, it might be for part two that he does. I don't remember. But either way, that's amazing. Um, I was just going to say, it's a, a testament to him as an actor that you don't watch him and think of... Um, the thing. Sure. Uh, I was going to go for Requiem for a Dream, because that's a disturbing oh, character shit. to I don't even remember. Maybe no, just, I've blocked a lot of... <laughs> yeah, yeah maybe that's yeah. what it was. Except for the, you know, double dildo scene. <laughs> Still. I believe he was in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, was that him? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> Oh no! Oh, it's also he's back cool. there and like shit. <laughs> she got it back. Yeah, I'm, what I'm really hoping, and this might be too weird and t- like maybe too far back for them to do a meta pull for, is I really want them to link the fact that he was in the cape because like they had I think <laughs> I'm it was like sure season two yeah. or season three where they yeah. really they focused way too much on the cape and how they six wanted seasons it. in the movie. That's yeah. where that came from. Exactly. Yeah, and. He's like he was one of the main actors in that show, so I'm like, are they going to tie that together? I don't know how you do it, but I want it to happen really bad. It would be tough for him because he's he's in so many movies yeah. that if they identify him as that, then like Marvel is out of any references. Like because he's done a lot of those soldier general type. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. A ton yeah, of like he's done comic voice acting for like uh, and, Call yeah. of Duty and stuff yeah. too. Oh yeah, so like. Yeah, you break that wall, and yeah, then they just, have to identify him as everyone. Yeah, and like, do you just make a nod to the fact that uh, he was in it or something? I don't know, but it, they maybe did pretty nothing. good at not acknowledging like uh, how what is it? Um, what's the major Doctor Who Doctor Space Time? Doctor Space Time, or, Doctor or space like Inspector Space Time? Like, yeah, Inspector Space Time. Like, there's even a phone booth in it, and they don't at <laughs> any point acknowledge Doctor Who. So yeah, I think true. that's just their shtick. Yeah, yeah. I, part of my heart breaks because that'd be such a an insane callback from so far back. But you're right. It you're, it, it would just be too weird for it to happen. It would be it would like box off everything else, mm-hmm. and then yeah, what do you do from there? Uh, the other thing about that that I was <laughs> going to bring up is I think in the pilot they have a nice cameo from Nathan Fillion. They did, yeah, <laughs> from re- oh, nice. a recurring role as uh, what is it? The, is he the a janitor? janitor? Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was funny because I wish that they'd done more with him. Yeah. Last season, well, he was just in the one episode. Yeah, right? he was in like the. Yeah, was, was he porn obsessed? <laughs> yeah, was that what it was. Like, they wanted to make he, like sure they he had, wanted like, to like, access access internet, to internet history porn. Or, yeah. Or if you, yeah. Another Canadian involved, and yeah. they still don't show it up here. Come on, yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah. depriving us our right. It is our right. I love Nathan Fillion. Yeah, He's me too. Wonderful. Did you guys watch Castle? I watched. I a saw lot. only a little bit of it. It's not on Netflix, is it? No, I don't think so. Because that's. Still I feel like too. that's. I always have a show that I'm watching just like as I do the dishes, or like I don't have to pay too much attention. Yeah. to. Mm-hmm. and I feel like that would have been a great show for that. It is a great show for that because it's like. 
it's very it's very procedural. There's very like, kind of a case of a week vibe yeah. to it. But it's like the charm of that show isn't in the, the actual cases. It's really more in like the character in interactions. Him. Yeah, and mostly in him. Yeah. Although like him and Stana Katic or whatever like have a good sort of back and forth. Um, but yeah, yeah, like who cares? It's pretty much just a typical it's procedural. A yeah, it's yeah. pretty much just an excuse to Nathan watch Nathan Billion solving mysteries. Yeah. And, <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm an unabashed like Firefly nerd, and it's basically taken me. Oh, really? It's it's taken me into watching shows that I really shouldn't have. Um, see, for example, Chuck. <laughs> I watched mm-hmm. all of. Fair. Um, but like, I watch. I like that actually even got me to watch the I think six episodes they made of that show Drive. Mm-hmm. That was with Nathan Fillion. Yeah, I watched that too. It was, it and, was and it was uh, one Tim of the one of, yeah, yeah, it one was, of the producers or something on Firefly as well. Oh, really? Very yeah. short lived Fox show. Yeah, it, it was, was a show. As I recall, the premise was that there was like they had to get somewhere for some reason. Like there was, it was a million cross country race. It, it was, was like, like Rat like, Race the movie almost. Or Do you remember Rat Race okay, the movie yeah. with Cuba Gooding Jr. and John Cleese? <laughs> I was going to go with Cannonball Run, but like okay, 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 sure. But anyway, so there's just a whole bunch of different people that had to get somewhere across the country or something, and so they were all driving their cars. <laughs> before the, I think there was, was like before a, there the was like a, there was like a mom in the minivan. Yeah. And uh, I, that's all I remember. It was actually, I think, the first appearance I've ever seen of Emma Stone. Right. Oh. Right. Emma so Stone like, was in there. So predating, because I thought Superbad was her. It was before Superbad, oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this was probably in like wow. 2005, five, probably. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I had forgotten yeah. that that show existed yeah. because it wasn't good and was canceled <laughs> immediately. <laughs> but yeah, I also watched that for the same reason. Yeah. Available exactly. on Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now they're never going to bring it to Canada. <laughs> but uh, because of this podcast, exactly, and its listeners, <laughs> listener, <laughs> listener. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I guess like one thing I wanted to touch on in terms of communities, I also recently watched Harmontown, uh, which was a really cool, like a really interesting documentary that followed, um, the sort of, it was between the gap of like the season four of community where Dan Harmon was fired from the show. Yeah. Yeah. And he basically took his podcast on a tour and did a bunch of different places and stuff like that. And it, it followed him and, uh, this kid that he basically... Picked up an episode like they, they did at the Meltdown, which was like their normal spot, that he he came just to be a dungeon master for when they played Dungeons & Dragons. And so it's a really interesting kind of examination of kind of that kid kind of coming into his own and feeling more comfortable. And, and he's like kind of, uh, he was a very socially anxious kind of person and how he sort of opened up and, and sort of found himself. And then contrasted by Dan Harmon... And his own sort of realization of, of like, you know, sort of his struggles and, and as a creator and just as a person. Uh, yeah. And it was a really, it was a really heartwarming kind of story in a weird way. Because it, it's also, like, nothing, get, nothing gets fixed. Like, it's not yeah. like Dan Harmon, like... Figures it out. Yeah, it stops being an asshole or, like, yeah. you know, stops drinking or anything like that. He's still an alcoholic and still He's a, a guy, jerk. Yeah, that's always trying to push... To be creative, and he's got kind of this hole inside him that he's trying to fill. Yeah, but one um, of the, one of the things that really jumped out at me about that was because I I only kind of knew about Dan Harmon in terms of like you you hear about this guy because like he you know like he makes news like the dude like he's like well known as having like a drinking problem. He got 
fired and like rehired on community and like there was just so much swept like you know sort of that goes around him as the creator um you know that there's sort of a mythos but one thing that was really interesting is the fact that he like he really does make like the stuff he makes for the outsiders like he kind of yeah for sure and and i didn't really pick up on that in community as much until i saw that documentary and realized that it's always like it's about finding community like which is so stupid that I'm saying that. But I mean, like, it's it's about finding a community of people of, that, like, don't have a sense of community. You know, like, the right. people yeah, that like are all the... Yeah. the island of misfit toys yeah. yeah, coming together. Which, it's just, like, I feel like a complete dunce for not picking up on that until, you know, like, after watching that documentary. But it just, it's so much more prevalent when you just see the way that yeah. he lives his life and the way that he interacts with, like, his fans. Yeah. Right. I was just looking up because I wanted to briefly mention if you like that as a documentary, watch Word Wars, which is all about Scrabble. It's Scrabble. Okay. And it's like, it's just the maddest and most lovely people. (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? Just Just trying not to be in, like. (laughs) I don't want to be insensitive, but these are. Very sad and lonely people that yeah. uh, is that like the Scrabble World Championships? Yeah, or is it? It it is. <laughs> I would love to watch that. It's, I just watched the StarCraft Two World Championships oh, on the last okay. podcast. Yeah. So I'm, there's so many. Of I'm into niche World Championships yeah. right now. And I've got to say, the movie ends with one of the the people that compete. He's introduced. He's also a musician, but he's also probably one of the loneliest and saddest. Oh, and he's playing on the piano and singing uh, "Across the Universe," which is words are wow. flowing out like endless rain into it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. It's just God. It's touching. It got you. Just, it, huh? it got to you. It got to me. I can't listen wow. to that song without picturing him putting together wow. a twenty-six point word. In my so, head. so are there strategies to Scrabble? Yeah. Oh hell yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. like I'm not. You're not in on it. I'm I'm not good at it, but for sure <laughs> you've got to like you got to watch those vowels and those it's, major letters. <laughs> you got, yeah, you're playing for the right tiles, the triple word score and, and stuff, and the yeah. placement on the board. It's like yeah. it's chess of vocabulary. Chess of words, yeah. yeah. We'll have to touch Sometimes on that you on just another podcast yeah. and really get into. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so yeah, we'll have a well, Scrabble get, cast. What was our other one? <laughs> Uh, quantum leap. Quantum oh, yeah, leap. Quantum yeah. leap and and uh, Scrabble. Of course, you cast. didn't forget that. No, one. I, yeah. Well, I feel like I feel like tabletop games is something we we could definitely yeah, oh, do. Oh, I could get out my Pokemon I have cards. to reveal, I'm actually Scott Bakula here right now, just <laughs> trying to bring back my career. Oh, I was wondering why you didn't have a wing on. <laughs> um, I have nothing to add to the Harmontown documentary because I haven't yeah, seen yeah. it, other oh. than Grantland last summer. Was it last summer that the yeah, tour was? Yeah. 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 So. Grantland, there was an article on Grantland that I think was called Harmontown, and they had, the the writer of that was on that tour, yeah, uh, going along with him, but it was, I mean, a lot of the same things that you were saying, but it was a really, really interesting article. Yeah, great article. It's, uh, it really is a great sort of examination of this creator, and it's cool because it, it kind of shows you that, like, uh, some people really have to suffer for, like, what yeah. they create, you know? And, and I don't know if they get people. into it in the documentary, but he, because his girlfriend... Is on the tour as well, yeah. and they, they were having some problems and stuff at the time. Yeah, yeah. They and don't like, really kind of him that in the in yeah. The and it was like kind of a lot of a lot of it was Dan Harmon kind of being like, "Yeah, I'm an asshole." Kind yeah, of stuff. it's sure. it's yeah. weird because he's incredibly self aware. Oh, he's painfully self aware. Yeah, but 
Yeah, it's it's just funny to to sort of it's a great compliment if you are a fan of community to watch that just to I think get a better understanding of of what he in, like what his intentions are in that show because I mean on the surface it's well on a lot of levels it's just incredibly funny smart writing that's just you know like very referential and, and sort of meta but when you kind of get a sense of who he is as a creator you get a another you get like a deeper appreciation of I guess what he's attempting to achieve with the themes and, and you know like I guess with the character development in that show so yeah I don't know that's my two cents on on the documentary but I'm just kind of curious uh like Jay you said you've been you've been catching up on season five right yeah, yeah. so I mean like what's what's your take on it as of like where you are you're at on the show um well we kind of talked about this earlier that I've I think I fell in love with community and the reason, I mean, it's this elastic band of inconsistency, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but I liked it because I was a huge <laughs> fan of Spaced and Spaced does thematic shows. So each episode is based on mostly cult references yeah. and styling and they definitely went that route with a lot of episodes yeah. of community. Um, oh, yeah. But then they also don't. Um, and then they just are this quirky, They're like sentimental kind of thing. Hang, yeah. yeah. So I'm always more intrigued when they go the route of a theme. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, there was that great... Was it season one or two where they did the, the animated episode or the oh, claymation? Oh, that's Uncontrollable Christmas? Yeah. Season two? Yeah. yeah. Like, things like that, were, which were so out of the box and different. Like, yeah. And oh. the, season two especially was my favorite because they had that run of episodes in the middle that were fundamentally different from each other. Mm-hmm. They, yeah. they had the one where it was Troy's birthday and like it was the sitcom episode that wasn't funny about alcoholism. And right, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they had uh, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas. They had the bottle episode where they're trying to find Andy's pen. Yeah. Uh, they had the conspiracy theories episode where everything was a conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just like a on and on. All like these on and on. And, and they just hit these completely different episodes, but they were all really funny and entertaining yeah and like I I love uh Ken Jeong is that yeah Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love him as a comedian but I got really bored of that whole run of season three yeah where he's no, the in, dictator? in st- season four, that's when he swaps. That's oh, season, season four three is, they, is where oh, see, yeah, season four is changing. They, yeah, yeah, they get kicked out of uh, Greendale. Yeah, that's season three where he oh. he takes over the school. From, yeah. He starts yeah. as a security guard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the dictator. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Um, yeah. I I think that his character is actually you need him in small them. doses. I think. Yeah. He's a great sidekick character. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like I've had this conversation with so many actors that like. They're great in those secondary roles. Like, yeah. I don't want to get a lot of hate out, but like Melissa McCarthy is a great secondary character. Every movie she's starred in has not done well in the box offices for a reason. Like, there's yeah. she doesn't have enough to take over the entirety of a story. Like, yeah, I like I I don't like I don't disagree. I don't know if that's exactly the reason or if, if no it is okay well, there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's like well <laughs> I know uh, but I agree in that I've seen movies where she is sort of the lead and I feel like it's either that she's kind of being underutilized or like being used in the wrong ways or well, they're trying to make her like the Chris Farley of our time like yeah, they're exactly. using physical humor mm-hmm. with her yeah. and it, it works in small doses I does. agree yeah I think I don't I don't know enough like I know that she has a lot of range I don't know if she could work in a leading role in like one of the other capacities as an actor that she has because mm-hmm. I mean like 
you know, like her her first big thing was like Gilmore Girls, and if you've ever seen her in Gilmore Girls, she's nothing like Sookie. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's the original Sookie. Yeah, there you go. Sookie's a name Sookie. that people have. There's two. Well, other than Sookie, Sookie other than Sookie, Sookie, Sookie. 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 <laughs> Whale. <laughs> Oh, oh god. Dear. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. Um. But um, yeah, like I mean, in in that show, she is nothing like th- she's been in like Bridesmaids or or Identity Theft or any of the other yeah. movies where she's more like physical and and all pratfall. So I don't know. She she could maybe do something that's like in a lead role that's more towards that side of things. But I agree, the way that she gets used as that kind of com- uh, as that kind of comedian doesn't work yeah. as a leading person. So, yeah, to tie that back, uh, <laughs> Shang, yes. I think, is, like, overplayed, overdone. Yeah, and yeah. he was for sure in season three, because yeah. a lot of it. And they kind of pigeon themselves, some, or pigeonhole, rather, yeah. pigeon themselves. They pigeon them up. They shit the all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they do that with these characters. Like, when you have strong, uh, stereotypical, almost, yeah. characters that take on a particular identity yeah. uh, you you have to like like Arrested Development you got to yeah. switch it up a bit and you can't yeah. overplay oh, sure. yeah. I think even the Dean is actually guilty of that at times mm. yeah. they, yeah, they kind sure. of way overplay I think the the episode that they were guilty of, like most guilty of that was in season 5 in the in the first episode that whole like Hunger Games mm. yeah. yeah like the Dean is just so over the top and, yeah. and he almost kind of like over his his like sort of spectacle almost overshadows everything else that's going on. Yeah. That it just felt like, you know, like okay, we, we get it. We know what the dean is. Like we don't need to make it all about like the the fact that he dresses up in big costumes and stuff. Like so yeah, I, I think that it's it's a tough thing with both those characters because they started out as sort of like special like guest characters yeah. and turned into regulars. regulars. Yeah, because yeah. um Jim Rash wasn't a regular until season two, or maybe yeah. even season three, that mm-hmm. he was like actually in the credits and everything. That's but right. One of my favorite episodes, which highlighted Jim Rash, but in like an earlier good community subtle way, was they did that episode like Identity, the movie. Remember with oh, John yeah, yeah, Cusack? Yeah. That was a great he, movie. I mean, it was a terribly good movie. Yeah, I love that movie. And, that's yeah, the one it it has some problems. But yeah. yeah, the yeah. one with the set in the motel where like yeah. it turns out the kid's the killer or something. No, it turns out the... Whatever. I'm not going to ruin it. Um, but Jeez. they do that... I feel like the Spoilers statute of limitations, like a, a the of limitations has expired yeah. on, on the John Cusack yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, they have... Abed uh, is... Yeah, sitting in with the therapist, and uh, the therapist is played by that amazing um, Mac computers, like the, oh, the PC oh. guy. That's good, driving me mental. That uh, John, John Hodgman, Hodgman. Hodgman. Yeah. Yeah. Hodgman. Yeah. yeah, who's wearing the most ridiculous fake mustache? He's awesome. But uh, yeah, they try and convince them that Greendale was an insane asylum. Yeah, and uh, then they're doing flashbacks of Jim Rash and how he's overly affectionate towards that group and they do great little like vignettes of those moments yeah. brilliant yeah. because it's not like it is a highlight on that character but it's in this most ridiculous yeah. setup so yeah it just kind of it fits the, the context yeah. really well <laughs> so I'm interested I want to see season 6 because yeah. I'm assuming it's different like it or... is it, it definitely has yeah. a, and, I mean they've got I've only seen the one episode but yeah. they've already got different character dynamics coming mm-hmm. in and Haggett. <laughs> Brewster. Yeah. Brewster. Brewster. Um, Can we just start calling her She's kind Brewster? of a different... I mean, she actually is, and they, they reference this. She is, she is kind of a similar character to Annie, but other than that... 
Like she's tangentially kind of, similar, but she's kind of a different dynamic. I don't know if maybe they ex- examine this more in the second episode, but they actually kind of make a point of talking about how she's kind of a similar character to all of them. She's like sort of an amalgamation, yeah, of like different traits of all of these characters that makes one incredibly bland character, but in her blandness, there's a certain like it's like she's almost like a catalyst like, that allows them all to be crazier, um, which is it's interesting. I think that yeah, she's definitely not a standout part of the show, but she actually fits in really well. Yeah, she was subtly effective, I think, in the first. Episode. Yeah, because Shirley's gone too. Now. That's right. Gone, yeah, she was. Which spun is really off. sad because yeah, the reason. Have you heard the reason? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, now <laughs> well, don't have it. a point of telling it. Say it. Um, say it. Sorry, no, Amy, for not going to tell you. Yeah. Her. <laughs> Oh, God, it's horrible to laugh into this. Uh, um, her dad uh, became very ill, and scheduling yeah. with a one-camera show was too much, so she went on to, and this is not as tragic, but tragic nonetheless, she went on to do The Odd Couple, which was a two-camera setup, yeah. which she thought the scheduling yeah. would be a little bit easier. So, uh, obviously, very sad about the dad thing, but also... Don't ever get onto a Matthew Perry show. Like, that's oh, just... It just never works out. I mean, no. No matter how good the show is. Because, like... You know what? I will argue post-Friends, because I think we all have yeah. some heart for that series. Um, but uh, the only thing good that he ever did got cancelled. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Oh, I was going to talk about what's called... Um, being There or something like that. It's, a, oh. uh, it's about, like, his wife passing away. Um, I only caught a bit of it, but it was, it was actually pretty strong, but it also got cancelled. Oh, I, well, I everything take, he's done, yeah, to be clear, has been cancelled. Yeah, like, I'm not saying good or bad or anything, I'm just saying that, yeah, if you go on a Matthew Perry show, you can expect it to get cancelled. Isn't yeah. that Lisa Kudrow one supposed to be pretty good? Is, that well, is he on it? Yeah. Uh, no. Are we talking specifically about Matthew Perry yes. or Friends? <laughs> you want to branch yes. out to Friends. Yeah, I thought we were going to like, Joey get into a Friends. wasn't great. Let's no, just but, not. um... <laughs> Uh, oh shoot! David Schwimmer? No, uh, Matthew LeBlanc playing or Matthew? <laughs> oh, Matthew. I know what you're talking about. Um, the British um, show. Yeah. Or, oh, God. He plays himself. He right? plays himself, yeah. and that is his best role since episodes. Episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. very good. Episodes is great. All right, we're we're really getting off the rails. What here. were we talking about? <laughs> Who cares? We're talking about Yvette Nicole Brown and her very unfortunate circumstances oh. yes. of losing. Well. Thank you for bringing yeah. us back to yeah. it. We were talking about yeah. community in general. Yeah, we were. Um, no, no, <laughs> sir. I will bring this back. Yeah. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, oh, oh, very okay. quickly. Okay. Aaron Sorkin, uh, a good walking, talking <laughs> kind of show. Yeah. Uh, is um, Studio 60 replaces Studio 5B, I believe, as being kind of the behind-the-scenes storytelling of a Saturday Night Live type show. And okay. um, Matthew Perry and Bradley Whitford play the head writers, and um, Sarah Paulson is on it, and she plays like the oh, female okay. lead on the the show. And Amanda Peet is an executive. Like it's got all these great actors in it. So well done. Fades out towards the end because they got canceled yeah. early. But uh, one season, watch it. It's really effing good. Uh, all right, there we can go. Can we do that? Is it on... You can... Uh, it's not on Netflix, which is odd to me, but maybe it's because it's one season, so it's maybe not their, worth their time, but if you know, like, someone you can have a phone the, call with yeah, and talk okay. about Schmorens or something... I'll fax them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, cool. By the way, the other show I was thinking of was Go On. It was an NBC show that got canceled, mm. and uh, I only watch a bit of it, but I have friends that really like that show. 
anyway, um, let's let's just sort of loop this back around and, and kind of bring things to an end here. Um, so basically, uh, it's a very it's a different show. Community is definitely a different show than you know it has been in the past. I mean, it's a, it's funny to think of how different a cast it is from the start yeah. to what it is now. But it's it's still very solid. It still feels like the show. Um, and personally, I, I think it's it's. I'm just glad to see it coming to a a end that's a little bit more, I guess, fully realized. Like they they didn't really get. I think season five didn't really have a very like a very solid ending to it. Oh yeah. Um, whereas season four almost did. It was like it's weird. It's kind of like, but it's good to see it end with. Dan Harmon and on their terms so yeah I don't know I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where the show is going to go I imagine we'll probably revisit the topic by the time the show ends and talk about sort of our thoughts as the series like kind of concludes but um, yeah is there anything else you guys want to add I already went off topic at the start of the show so yeah. no I, I meant about community oh <laughs> <laughs> come on nope um, no I mean I think it brings up a, a separate discussion, but with the basis of that idea, I'm curious to see how many shows will get kind of their second chance to finish on their terms. Yeah, yeah I, that's a good point. I think that the way that um, the way that the sort of medium has shifted, the way that television is no longer mm-hmm. so much of a thing, it is like series. Uh, yeah, hopefully we can see like more shows kind of finding a, a second wind on a different sort of like a, a different distribution means yeah like yeah. happy endings and putting it out there i want that to come back it is coming back what? is it not coming back i heard some some murmurings but i, don't know I heard it too but i just saw the back of a magazine with alicia cuthbert on a new series mm. and adam pally who uh played pete or no pete is mindy project he's on the mindy project oh, okay so they're kind of all yeah they're on to other oh, things oh and then sure. uh what's his face uh junior damon waynes jr is on new girl, new girl. yeah he's back on new he girl. was on yeah he was the because he originally played coach yeah yeah and then, well i mean like and then he was replaced after the pilot i think and now he's like, back playing someone else his yeah. entire character was yelling and i actually thought like wow nepotism is not working out for you like you should not be an actor and then i saw he was happy great endings. at happy endings he was, yeah, great. was really good but yeah. uh yeah just bad i mean there's so many pilots where you see characters who are just like clearly well i mean community actually out. not that it was bad but i thought that it it wasn't great for the first like five episodes it yeah. was and I've then it kind of found out but i agree did really? you hear that ray liotta was supposed to be chevy Ch- like he what? was supposed to be in that role really that would be insane. and my other mind-blowing not about community but um michael keaton was originally supposed to be jack and lost and he was going to be the uh, guy or he was going to be jack but the pilot yeah and represent that sort of character and get killed off in the first episode Wow. But they went another way. And then Birdman happened. Exactly. Yeah. Just and immediately Birdman. like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah. Just several years later. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to wrap episode, up on that. For the episode, all the casting that you never saw. Exactly. We'll act it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Cool. Well, then that concludes the podcast. So, in conclusion, uh, everyone check out the Jinx and check out Community because they're both pretty great and quantum leap and quantum and leap quantum yeah. look for studio look 60 on the sunset strip yeah. and you know and terriers and give those buskers some money or my mom will come out yeah, yeah watch exactly. out yeah all right <laughs> <laughs>